Oh, let's see what's happening spontaneously. <laughs> yeah, it feels kind of to me. So. It feels kind of uh, kind of fun, like it's opening up a, a particular kind of space. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, this thing. I'm uh, just settling in. Something like, oh, there are no wrong answers, or, or it's not wrong. Wrong and right isn't quite the same as regular interactions. Yeah, I'm just feeling a, fair, a certain amount of sensation in my solar plexus, and um, when I hear those words. That there's no that there's no wrong answers or right and wrong aren't the same. There's a there's a little bit of a um, relief and then a kind of trepidatiousness. Uh, yeah, we were saying before we started of. Basing it and not knowing. So following that seems like a relief and and also interesting. But low key exciting. Yes. I had a moment there. Go ahead. I had a moment where a fly kind of buzzed past me. <laughs> so it's a little bit of excitement. Um, yeah, and just a kind of a sense of expansiveness that's coming forward. Mm, yeah. Huh. Yeah, you saying that sort of made it more real on my end, like in my inner community. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, I just feel the space that's in my heart, heart area. It's a uh... Relaxing and into that expansiveness. Yeah, the the expansiveness and the not knowing seem related, and that 
that the not knowing is for everyone in the community equally. So that feels fair. So the baseline of things is fair. And that the spaciousness is fair. And there's, um, when I hear those words, there's uh, the associations with the word fair. Um, just got my fair lady <laughs> in. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, just, uh, and there's a, there's sort of a softness that comes with knowing that it, that the space is fair. Yeah, and now just having the, the open question mark space for, for whatever wants to come. I feel my attention going to um, areas of my body that have a bit of uh, surface contraction or I've been holding uh, discomfort or tension. Mm. And then there's that spaciousness that's also there. And there's the spaciousness. Yeah, I was, or my, my group was realizing that, oh, the uh, kind of waiting for something to come into the space, but that the space itself can be just a thing into itself. So, like something doesn't have to come and occupy it. Um, hmm. That felt, that feels, that feels neat. It's like on that theme of it's a no-lose situation. <laughs> hmm. I think um, hearing that, there's a, a sense of uh, Curiosity. Um, yeah, in my body, I can feel like I can feel a certain degree of fear um, kind of come up as well, like just fear or um, unease. But then that settles as soon as I name that. Yeah, my end says, oh, yeah, we recognize that. Nice to know, but nice to hear someone else, hear that from someone else. Yeah, I think there's that, the, uh, 
sure to or how to attribute the fear, but um, yeah, just that there's a kind of aliveness. I feel it um, my back and my abdomen. So maybe it's how we interpret it. It could be interpreted as fear or aliveness. Yeah. Or and. Uh, it's the emptiness, the empty fullness itself. At least there's an option that just that could be enough or that that communicates in its own language. Like a nonverbal language. There's a sense of relief when I, I hear that. Um, so that's one one option to follow forward. Um, listening for what that empty fullness wants to communicate. And listening for what that language is. It feels like it's a kind of a feeling first. Feeling, impression, sort of language or communication and then the, the translating it into words would come as the last step i was getting that sense as well just um my body my skin just there's a there's a sense of just being enveloped in that emptiness and just um, resting. And what what you were saying earlier about how the the anxiety could become vitality that that feels interesting because there's that kind of feeling is building in uh, in some parts of the community 
whereas others are getting really dropping into the the quality with the the empty fullness but the ones that feel more activated they could just kind of jump around and you know be enthusiastic and to do car wheels or you know calisthenics kind of you know be yeah Yeah, there's a, a part of me that's just, um, you know, wanting to just moving my body kind of almost slight sort of up and down motion and sitting, but yeah, there's just sort of bouncing, just, just feeling what that might be very, very slight, but yeah, I, I can feel the energy go through my feet. Yeah, the bouncy horses, you know, from from when you're a kid, like the little balls that have the handle on them. Uh, Pardon me, actually wants to stand up and just to move the energy through. Okay, no, no rules. You can do a cartwheel, I guess. <laughs> and feels like that, that quality, that fullness is it's like it uh, it's offering something through through the feeling of the impression it feels really boundlessly generous The word generous is um, something about that word that makes me um, just rest a little bit more. Um, Yeah, there's moments of it being more evidence or less less opaque and there was the difference between what what it is being and how my different community members might interpret it or not but letting that be a difference or a distinction 
makes both of those fine. It's kind of a simple. Oh, this this is this thing, and that is that thing, and those two things are different, you know, on a kid kind of level. And then it feels like for the adult, the adults that it's, you know, looking around to see if it's okay. But then, you know, when you're an adult and kids are around, then it becomes okay to, to experience that, uh, you know, publicly. <laughs> Changes the, the rules when kids are around. Something about difference that that is um, that word um, sort of catches the imagination in a way, and and that the parts could be feeling out like oh a difference. I'm there's this same thing, but we're all experiencing it differently. And there's a, there's something delicious about that. Um, now it's different community members are responding differently and there was that that thing of everyone being locked locked into their initial response and then that becoming an identity or uh, you know this is going to be the dynamic within the group and the, the immediate conclusions around that um, and then after that comes the that fairness and it's a fairness of exposure right. fairness of exposure yeah because there's some who is initial risk initial response puts them more kind of in the in the group for for this this particular situations and then others are more not quite in the group and so the out group one go right to okay we'll just kind of 
stall or you know shine this on or whatever until you get through it until it's over <laughs> hmm. the in ones want it to just keep going um, but everyone getting to be exposed self-exposed and exposed to uh, to the others or re revealed could be another word Feels like there's more room to, to make mistakes or try different things in that if that's really the case. Especially like impulses. Like usually you have to keep impulses kind of under wraps or you know, let them go judiciously. I have this image of um, different parts and they've, um, it's like they had a kind of trans lucent cone of perception <laughs> um, and uh, I think with your words you know and seeing people just do different things and make gestures and they're it's like they're they're exploring their and testing their own um, their parameters kind of gives them permission to move in a way that's not habitual maybe or not what they've their sort of initial um, way of doing things might have might be um, and there's a sense of knowing the others in the that are in the in the space aware of the others as well and that has a so they're trying their own thing, but they're seeing others, and that has an impact on what one would try. So there's a kind of pollination um, in some areas, in some areas not at all. Um, pollination, that's fun. Funny, it's a once there's a you know, there's the not knowing, and then there's kind of risking 
following that and then having a spontaneous experience and positive, you know, that you, you survive and want to kind of celebrate that. And then it's response of, okay, phew, we did it. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, do we go now? And then, then it's, oh, oh, wait. Now there's a, get to do that again. <laughs> um, I have I a sense. The, oh, God. Yeah. I'm going to say the wanting to and not wanting to. Oh, and then those could both be there. The, the two ends of the polarity. Mm. Um, I get a sense of, uh, I guess that part of me that's very visceral, that's sort of been coming up, and that that one that's like very hypervigilant is dart, you know, eyes darting back and forth and wanting to hide. <laughs> but there's nowhere to hide. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, totally. That sort of frozen, you know, um, not really able to take in what uh, yeah, the other, the inner community is doing. Um, it's it's all too much somehow. That, that sense. It's um. It's a parallel to how it is for kids with whatever environment they're in. You know, at some point they feel that these are the limitations or this is the reality of, you know, their family or their daycare or wherever. Um, and you just kind of stuck with it, you know. <laughs> and then a parallel to that being the case as an adult or at any age really mm -hmm. mm, that resonates <laughs> yeah yeah there's just something about having that named that's a, a relief and kind of an acknowledgement to um, you know my own lived experience in some ways. So. Well, anyhow, the fact that that sucks uh, is mitigated a bit by like you were saying being, having it named as yeah. a thing that's true. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's true. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, which is different than than the parent trying to shield the child from the truth or spare the child from the truth or, or us trying to spare each other from truths. It's different than letting 
everyone experienced that truth in, in whatever way is the natural way for them at that age. And the response is, duh, <laughs> in that community. Hmm. I child parts are very, um, uh, are getting my attention. Um, Mine are going to the adults. They're going, yeah, obviously, you idiots. Throw <laughs> stuff at them. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, the community of kids going, oh, this sucks. Why was this made this way? I have to do what? <laughs> no. Yeah, the adults in the society, when they're not getting it in the way that they should. It's perplexing. But I guess in this space they can. Or it's possible anyway yeah i can um feel that's a possibility but also that uh part that's like i don't know <laughs> don't you know um I, there's a a slight sense of i don't know if it's agenda but the one that wants to smooth it all out and make it all okay and the others are saying no um. yeah the adult that wants to make it all okay kind of preemptively I think the the witness or the the spaciousness. I guess it, it's like the parent for the adult. Yeah, that makes sense. Usually, the adult would feel like they need to already know everything, and and that's better for the child. Whereas child would rather be in you know the adventure truth of not knowing together you know the adult doing the adult version of that and the child doing the child version of it yeah, I just sense um, the inner children kind of relaxing it's like I, I just wanted to 
have everyone in, you know, we're in it together. Yeah, it's, it's at a playground and it's, you know, oh, okay, we need, we just wanted to establish that. Now that that's set, then we can go play. Relieving. Um, so one option now uh, is for everyone to listen for their own versions of each other within themselves. Because it was the parents were saying okay, that's good, but, you know, I'm not a child anymore, so the only way to experience childhood is sort of vicariously the children, but then I don't want to, you know, steal their experience. So this is kind of as good as it gets. But then there's a sense of there's something more, so the, rec the listening for their own child within themselves. I think when some of the children hear that, there, there's a um, anticipation or excitement. So it's like that division is being erased or the adults can both be adults, but also drop down to uh, the kid height, you know, kid level. And it's like far from making the kids um... Like there's a relief in the adults. They they know they're adults. The adults, um, but they don't have that. They don't have to just play a role of being adult um, anymore. There's something relieving to the kids. Like it, it makes the adults more relatable. And maybe even safer, in a way, more honest. Yeah, I think much safer actually, or more more trustworthy. Yeah, other uh, 
other members of the of the society are just kind of falling asleep because uh, they can, you know, they're so, I guess, because it's a little bit safer to, uh, to let down or, you know, what they're realizing is, oh, I'm really tired. Mm. Or I've been... And carrying the heavy thing without realizing it can let it drop, and I just need a need to pass pass the f out for a while. Hmm. Well, I guess that'd be equivalent to uh, kids when they need nap time. Yeah, seeing kids. Um bringing blankets to the adults. Yeah, in my in my town here, it's tired adults were more like homeless people or kind of, you know, people who are overworked in, in shitty jobs. It would actually be trustworthy uh, environment to just go ahead and take a nap in a public park or, you know, close the, the store for an hour or not. And it wouldn't be punitive consequences to fear. There's a, a part of me that my heart, um, I think when I hear that, there's a there's that sense of relief, but also just um, almost like, is it, it was tears of relief, but just there's a sadness to it that, yeah, that they weren't able to rest before. And 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 it was so needed. Yeah, there's a kind of a small town feel to it. Or, you know, narrativing nar narrativing it as well oh, this that's the bygone time. You know, when when people trusted each other in this community and we could leave our doors unlocked at night and, you know, the neighbors would help you with your flat tire. Or, um, but you wouldn't, but there's the option to not even have to wrap it in that narrative. But, and it's still true today an update for the world today you know that has gotten faster and more complex 
and and yet our bodies are still still need rest and yeah and support and um i get this image of this little girl who she's um I don't know maybe five four um it's like wonderful kind of like fro <laughs> um and she's holding this blanket and she's just ten you know going kind of almost tending um to everybody that's like lying in the park um and just just curious and watchful and there's just something about just sleep or rest that um, it just seems to put everyone at kind of like at one level and then there's a kind of innocence um, nothing threatening there's no need to be on guard um, that's funny i was having earlier i was having my own versions of that the kids going and putting blankets over the sleeping people or yeah. Yeah, I'm just seeing kind of a, a city park with with um you know lamps and it's just warm it's lit but it's it's warm, it's not you know, bright lights or anything. And there's a night sky. Um, it's like sleep in the park. <laughs> it's a acceptable activity for a community. And it's like what, yeah, it makes total sense to the kids. Like, well, they all get to sleep together <laughs> and rest together and it makes total sense. Now there's a, a group in the shadows that is wanting to come forward and town isn't sure if they should welcome them. If there's a risk that they could upend this. But also the impulse to welcome them and see, you know, what new people might add or uh, okay for the new 
people in the shadows. They their affect when they are not the less that they're prejudged. Could you repeat that? Sorry. Feel that they're when they feel that they're not being pre prejudged. Okay. You know, if they're they're judged to be, you know, menacing or threatening or something to be feared, then they almost become you know become more that way. And when they're not, they kind of relax and just become more regular and friendly. It's like if they were, you know, uh, uh, invaders from another city or culture or something. And, but then realize that there were other ways to interact with, you know, the other culture than invasion. <laughs> it's sort of disappointing because fighting is exciting. But... <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, you can also hang out in the park and... Or just, it sounds like it would be boring, you know, to not fight and just have a picnic, but there's something that's actually exciting about not knowing how it's going to be. And for me, it feels like there's a lot of people kind of in the shadows or on the fringes mm. wanting to come in. I'm not, not sure how or if that's, that's a thing. So it's interesting the responses I'm getting on my end as I, as I hear all this. There's like um, that, that image of that little girl um, she doesn't quite know what to make of any of this, but she's not, she's not frightened, just alert. Yeah, maybe there's a bit of fear. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's not... Nothing, to, yeah, it's still, it feels like the folks that are sleeping are still slumbering, like there's enough um, stability or comfort. Yeah, 
Well, there's concern that it's a small town and there's not there's not room for all these new arrivals. But then the answer to that it's well it can bit get bigger but still remain small. And that's in, the, in this environment that's possible. I wasn't, I'm not totally sure what that means, but uh, it was there. So I went ahead and said it. <laughs> yeah I, I had a sense of like that question that popped up was like oh what if the space is malleable and it can expand um, or what's the limit or is there really a limit or Yeah, and then just getting a sense of like just being in the position of the others that are that have come in and and just seeing the little girl and um, the ones that are slumbering. Yeah, if, if there is a, you know, that urge to make something happen or stir something up and um, It's, yeah, like, like that feels like there's an aliveness there. Um, right. Huh. Um, yeah, a little bit earlier, there was a question of, well, what if the the big, you know, fast city in the small town? met and listened for their own versions of each other within each other. Hmm. Seemed like a, some overlap there. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, that question feels very, yeah. Uh... alive um, and I'm yeah just these images that kind of pop in um, so the small town you know yeah that where's that, that kind of aliveness and um, that you know bigger city energy and And just seeing that in instances. Um, at the market or, I don't know, certain events or some flavor. And then small townness in, in the big city. Mm. 
there could be some kind of a sense of collective identity or collective trust or And that, um, I think that experience of mutual recognizing the service, like, oh, yeah, this is the game. You know, like, let's all play this game. This is fun. It's natural for everyone to kind of want to try it. It's it's making room for the opposite ends of the spectrum uh, to both be there and to to listen for each other in each other in themselves. I guess there's a listening to each other's essential nature and then and I think also sharing each other's assumptions of the other Um, oh wow that's a good one or that that can be revealed and maybe be fine Or just be included in what's kind of evident and shared as being evident. It feels like one of those openings where, you know, the the familiar role of someone gets to gets to drop and you gotta have a spontaneous moment or whatever. Hmm. There's that um, moment of, of not knowing when when the assumptions are the or there's a kind of uh, something clicks and they and something drops <laughs> that, that space op- something opens up um, not sure I was clear at all but yeah I think that's all in, yeah and that, that actually anything can do that that mutuality so even knowing and not knowing can do that with each other. Or, or wholeness and partness. A kind of inter inter recognition. 
Would you think you like that term? Yeah, I just, he's like, kind of like, meet the locals. <laughs> I just, it's just like, I'm on my own trip. Um, yeah, um, I do. That term makes sense. And I was getting, getting that sense as well, just um, folks seeing themselves and the other. Um, vice versa, or just like there's, oh, okay, you're right. There's a way I recognize you. Um, it seems to, um, to open up discovery as an ongoing thing. Mm. And there's a lot more potential, just generally. So it also opens up the just the range of what's possible, or maybe the range of you know what 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 we might be responsible for, or what we might realize that we affect or mm. you know, the world the world gets larger as the capacities get larger yeah and and, and we're intimate at the same time in a way um, that there's no um there can no longer be denial of the effect that one has. Um. Oh, and, and that goes macro as well, global as well as local. Yeah. yeah. Macro as well as interpersonal. Yeah, there's just the exchange of anything. Um, a word, an idea, an object, and then just getting the sense of like, oh, this yields this, and then, oh, this this got here this way. And and then it's the, the collective is having that awareness. Just all these interconnections. Oh, I mean, the collective has experience, is it at the same time as the individual? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. seeing a, a web of individuals, but it's in, it's like, you know, if I zoom out, it's the collective. If I zoom in, it's individual. If I zoom in, like, but they're all, everyone's um, 
it's like everyone's kind of doing a meet and greet in a jimungus park but it's you know a park that's glo you know local and then global like there's the because the links don't break i guess um and it's like oh, okay. can you know um almost contiguous like mutuality one sees one and you know one self and the other the other there's a kind of recognition and it it's um that blur between you know rural and then urban or um yeah just all of that is like laid bear those relationships um, yeah there's a there's a, a emotions around that now and voluntarily um, uh, kind of one one group and, in my society here. And there was also a, a view from space, you know, those views of the earth at night where there's all the, the different lights and kind of interconnections mm. uh, yeah. around continents and around the world. I just feel like I'm watching a kind of holograph because <laughs> um, I thought, okay, what if it's not just people, but then it's land and then, you know, the various kinds of organisms, animal life, you know, it just anything that has a relationship um, to each other gets brought in. And then the seeing, okay, how do I recognize myself and the other, or how am I related? Um, you, yeah. How, how is my, how does my presence affect the other? Yeah, I think the emotion on my end was, I guess the group that feels maybe like it hasn't been a part of things. And so it's, there's now this option to join. There's, yeah, emotion goes along with that. Mm. And, I guess that could be interpreted in different ways or not. The, the interpretation could be a different thing than the emotion. I'm curious what the emotions are or if there's in their names.
Yeah. I think that's the thing about that distinction is that emotion itself can be kind of a fluid thing, Mm. open-ended or almost an undefined experience that's empty in a way. Or that that emptiness can be one aspect of it that's equally equally a thing. That that all the things can be their own things that can also recognize each other. And still have their full individual, uh, you know, journey. Yeah, there's uh, a sense of that saying that, and then that that gets to be included. Um, in the in the larger community. Yeah, that moment of re- recognition. It's like a, the example here is like two friends. You know, when they have that moment of recognition, and they both just kind of crack up. <laughs> it's bad experience, but writ large or available to everyone. It's like everything that happens or everything that that is there is uh, an opportunity or a different wrinkle in this uh, inter-recognizing world. Which itself, I guess, is just one world. It's like... You could do, everyone could do the inter-recognizing thing, or they could do something else. Or... This seems to be the trend, so we're kind of going with it for now. There could be recognition between the ones that go, no, this is the answer. We found it. And the ones that go, no, this is just one of the channels, but we could switch to another one. Okay. We could appreciate each other. Or inter inter appreciate. Yeah. 
Appreciate actually means grow, right? Yeah. Well, that's one definition. Yeah, as things expand, then the um, what what you were shielded from by the boundaries of the the group is you're no longer shielded from. So it's like the the sphere of what you're part of grows bigger. You know, like there might be bigger problems that you didn't know about before, like like climate change or, you know, what's happening with, you know, the supply chains on the other side of the world where, you know, yeah. that just didn't occur to you before because they weren't, they weren't part of the group. Yeah. And now they are. Or it's more apparent, it's more transparent. But there's something sad about losing that. The innocence, I guess, that's what I say. Yeah, it's a heavy um, heaviness. But there's, um, I mean, at the same time, there's either pain that comes from the recognition um, uh, just uh, yeah, just systems that you know are um, hurt others. <laughs> um, there's um. I don't know, there's just also something about being so connected and um, like it, it opens up. There's, there's something about seeing the, you know, all these various truths that were hidden and the connections that one actually has. So an object that one possesses might link you to you know, someone in Bangladesh. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, so there's... It's a version of that, yeah. even if it's not an ideal one. No, no, but then there's something about, like, oh, I am connected to 
whoever, you know, child, someone in this other place, in the, um, all of this, the various supply chains or, or materials or all the resources that went into this one thing that I, you know, have, um, and that being transparent to everybody. So one hand, there's the heaviness of the, the various truths. And, and there's also, a, I don't know if the word is optimism or hope or, um, but I think once something, it just feels like there's, oh, now this is seen and acknowledged and, and that kind of disconnection of modernity, let's say. Um, Or existential disconnection is, is 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 it can't that can't I don't know if that just isn't as true anymore um, because you actually are connected <laughs> um, and um, yeah yeah the um... <laughs> That the experience of that that experience is a thing um, can be its own thing, and the fact that this version of it is shitty and not not just and not good can be a different thing. Mm. Mm. And then the first would naturally want to, or would naturally, you know, Im improve the the quality of the the uh, the relationship. Now that we've discovered that there is one. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But it feels natural. It feels like you know. The kid realizing that there's a person on asleep on the park bench and going to give them a blanket or like once it becomes evident, it just is natural to um, be curious about how to. Not to um, better thing. Yeah. So care, just um, care comes in. Yeah, it feels it feels organic. Just oh, okay. How does? is what we've discovered apply in this larger situation that has different particulars and the interest just kind of expands naturally
Yeah, there's a relief in, in seeing that, that it's organic and natural. Oh, that's funny. There's an initial impulse to want to go fix the experience for the other and then kind of catching, catching that and going, oh, we should probably check in with them and have it be an equal exchange. See what they want or what, you know, what's happening on their end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had sensed that impulse as well. And yeah, also the, um, I guess the conservative and the conservative impulse of you know maybe wanting the wanting the child to stay home and not leave the nest and then wanting to wanting to leave the nest and go into this larger world. Maybe they could could mutual mutual recognize. Yeah, that, that inter-recognizing still isn't um, familiar enough to be reflexive, at least for me. So it's like something that someone will come in and, and remind me, this is an option. You know, you can try this if you want. Um. When I sort of feeling through the instance of interrecognition um, between the child and the the adult, um, yeah, just this like out of natural love, or there's a something poignant, you know, the protective impulse and then, um, you know, the one that wants to uh, explore and and there's that tension. Um, yeah, it's not unlike the adults and the, the kids at the playground early. Yeah. Early. 
Yeah, the uh, the emotion thing from earlier is uh, seems to be about joining, and that because joining means, um, I guess, giving up the the control that was necessary before. But giving up control sort of liberates the latent capacity. For the, uh, you know, the bonus for the reward. But it still feels scary. And I think it's also sad that that, that limitation of capacity had to happen in the first place. Oh, and that, that some members of society had to experience more of that than others. Because there's a way that you can co-recognize, but also a way where you just can't know the other person's experience. Which I guess you could also co-recognize that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there's an in that there's also the there's a, a sadness. Um, yeah, I'm just okay. Right, you you can't really know me, not true, not really, because I'm in this body bag and you're in that body bag, and <laughs> very different, you know, different life circumstances in a way. Kind of, um, yeah, just the fact of being two separate, or several, or many separate um, individuals. Some of the community is wanting to come back to that empty fullness. Oh, I think they want to try doing the co-recognition with with the empty fullness. Like what if what if we all had that within us as well? So it could come from outside and inside. One of the responses is like, man, that's just too easy. It's like cheating. <laughs> Yeah. 
and a kind of relief. I'm feeling a relief. <laughs> the emptiness. And there's, there's a fear of actually being that if you let that be internal as well, that it would subsume your individuality. I recognize that, that fear. <laughs> yeah. Maybe try inter-recognizing that with the emptiness. Oh, wow. Mind-blowing. Um. Just taking the premise and continuing to apply it, you know? Yeah, there's just something about hearing that laugh, like the kind of like cosmic joke or something. Right. Yeah, it's an involuntary laugh of just like, dude, blowing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my... Thing. Mm -hmm. Sorry, say that again. Galaxy brain takes yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my mind can't, I can't grok it. <laughs> it's like a wing. <laughs> you know, machine's gone on tilt. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. So that, that's a part of the joining and the, the sadness is the, um, The mental kind of giving up its primacy and becoming an equal. You know, the mental control. I guess any of the individuals could control the, the emotions could control or the body could control. But if anyone controls too much, then that limits capacity or the access to the capacity that's actually there. That's funny. There's even a, an inter-recognition between the, the period and the question mark. <laughs> You don't really know definitively, so it's a question, but knowing if everything's a question, you know, like <laughs> you know, have some confidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everything can't stay up in the air or the sad sense of tossing every all the paper chits up in the air and the kind of some of them land, you know, they all land somewhere. 
Have you seen that meme with the little girl where she goes, why not both? <laughs> I haven't, I haven't. But it makes me laugh. Um, yeah, that's a thing in the discourse. Or Another thing in the discourse is um, multiple things can be true at the same time. But that's like... Feels, it feels unfamiliar or kind of uh, like pushing pushing the boundaries a little bit. What's acceptable or what's going to be, you know, even will even land at all in the discourse. Yeah, it pushes at the edge of possible, just this sense of what what is possible. And the limitations of that, <laughs> that understanding, like what's possible. Uh, so now there's the, the desire to include the kind of other respective worlds rather than privileging this one as being kind of the best, the, the new one that's cooler. Right. There could be inter-recognition with, with the other paradigm worlds. Hmm. I had the sense that all the other paradigm worlds were just like parallel and separate. And then, um, and then there's just this movement all together, you know, where they, maybe some of them even overlap in places, um, where they meet or recognize each other. I had a response that was, uh, oh, gross, not them. (laughs) (laughs) So, so last year. (laughs) It's a good, honest response. Yeah. It's funny now that the inner recognition is a thing whenever there's a, a new impulse or response, then everyone kind of rushes to to listen for their own version. Right. <laughs> it's like a it's like a trend. Right. The leading edge trend. Do you have a sense that there's there um there's uh, another group that would just buck it all <laughs> then you could inter recognize that as well 
Oh, that would buck the trend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Now, now that you mention it, yeah, they're, yeah. Uh, they're stepping forward. You're just like, you all are a bunch of lame-ass idiots. <laughs> yeah. No, no way I'm getting on that. <laughs> Go do your thing. Just a bunch of hipsters. <laughs> Having to try out every new fangled thing. Kind of. Yeah. Arms crossed and. Oh, yeah, it's almost then they're trying out the different different combinations. Oh, well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll, we won't interrecognize. But then the other thing is like, ha, but we could interrecognize with not wanting to. <laughs> Damn you. And then the other one is laughing at them, and then then they both interrecognize with that one. It's like, no, I block you. I make a force field. <laughs> kids playing, you know. <laughs> they interrecognizing. I don't know. <laughs> Wars. It's not. It's not quite the right word. But then with with adults, you know, or I guess there's always this edge, you know, whatever age, but, you know, when it becomes like power or bumping up against power, then there's you know, violence possible, real. And, you know, one of them could pull a gun or... I guess inter-recognizing power hmm. is a good career. Yeah. Ah, there's something calming about saying that. Um, it's a, a thing that was I just needed acknowledgement. Yeah. Yeah, the the skeptical one feels better about things now with that. Yeah, it felt like there was a, it was kind of, kind of all too kumbaya, you know, for a little while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, just bringing in power. It's like a different kind of web. Um, it sort of shows another um, quality to the connections.
I think there's something about the variety of power too. Like those those roles that aren't normally thought of as powerful or as being less powerful. Maybe are recognized or at least get to consider they are everything is a version of power. It's almost like you can't not be powerful. And then the, the ones who are more overtly powerful look more powerful almost have to carry more weight because so many people are pretending that they're not powerful like it it imbalances things distorts things yeah there's something about the true perception um of how power is being, um, what's the word being used, being played, how it's played out. Um, something about it being transparent that changes when it's transparent to everybody. Um, changes things. I don't know how, <laughs> but feel like it's evening things out like the sort of the smaller people are becoming a little larger and the mm. larger people are becoming more equally sized and I think there are assumptions about power that maybe are could have question marks now. Yeah. That, that power is bad or that power is inherently harmful. Or I think even um, a misapprehension of well, mm, s- someone who might say, I, I don't have power, but now they see that they do. And that changes things as well. Or just the proper. Um, as you say, uh, it, it evens out, it evens out every, everything. But one might have projected, you know, power onto another, onto another, and now it's like, oh, wait, wait a second, <laughs> projecting. Um, oh, right. Yeah, or there's no way not to be powerful, or yeah. there's no way not, not to be power. projecting that that's a cool wrinkle into interprojecting be a way to say it right it's recognizing each other's projections
kind of mutually, continually discovering and reowning and continuing to experience our projections. That are that are mislocating some natural quality only in the other. That seems like, well, wow, then everyone gets to become a superhero. Hmm. Be, to be superpowered. Yeah. And, and the ones that were, that seemed to have all the power, it's like, oh, that God, that was, I'm glad, I'm glad people think they have power now. Cause like, that's exhausting. <laughs> like there's just, um, uh, huh. Oh, and then there's a now there's a response of, well, but if everyone has superpowers that are all the same, then that's just boring. It's not even super anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. That makes total sense. (laughs) That one would say that. Oh, that seems to be giving way to the uh, to that empty fullness. Like there is a way that it leads to everyone kind of being the same in a way, and then you just kind of. join or or that 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 experience naturally grows or reveals the, the empty fullness that's I don't know unified or integrated that those words don't quite do it but something like that Does that land on your end? Yeah, there's a kind of relief. Um, at some point, I had this image of it as uh, as everyone starts to possess or recognize their their superpowerness, and and that comment about like, oh, that's sort of boring, you know. Everyone's a super, super person. Then, uh. <laughs> um, but and then there's room to like. Well, you know, um, would you still have a kind of um, 
some folks that have a little bit more power than others and just a recognition of that, but there's a, whatever, there's an assent or an agreement, um, but it's transparent. Uh, yeah, this is a question. If that makes what I've said makes any sense at all. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's all. It wouldn't have to be you know, a bunch of Superman clones. It could be, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy. A bunch mm. of freaks and geeks. Yeah, I seem to have a question about hierarchies um, and power and what do you mean, Heather? Something sort of boring about everyone's equal, and that's sort of the end. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's a big part of me says, oh, that's great. Let's just leave it there. <laughs> and then, and then there's like, oh, but is there a, just curious if there's a kind of tendency to think, well, that's true. And, you know, there's a, Oh, maybe it's 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 the difference between collective and individual. I don't I don't know. Um, and a kind of redefinition of what the that could mean with power in the picture. Um, maybe uh, maybe hierarchy and non hierarchy could interproject with each other. Oh, and individual and collective. It's actually kind of fun to hit a frontier where it doesn't even make sense how to start. Right. <laughs> so you just kind of like first step is then to let a, a starting place form. Yeah, it felt like before it was sort of an under, just um, the focus was on in individual power. Um, oh, I see. Right, so there's like, you know, everyone's a superhero, so individually that's that works, but then there's a, um, you know, um, you, yeah, kind of like, I wonder if power then naturally kind of uh, gathers in, in some places and not in others, and then I don't know if it's become structures, um, 
but we're yeah it's a kind of collective working um, and that's a different definition but then mm -hmm. it's different if everyone understands themselves as as uh equal and everyone has superpowers and that might change how one looks at collective and systems i don't know don't know <laughs> or hierarchies don't know but that's yeah that's that's just uh yeah questions or questions that were popping oh, yeah. up. that's good well, because collective could then also be individuals. Yeah. And then that thing of when there is the equality of inter-recognizing then kind of yields into that or unlocks that um, It's sort of like that the empty fullness from the beginning. You can just kind of become that or that can be the thing in the foreground. Hmm. You can really that that can be the whole it's an option for that to be the whole picture. Um, Or to fully inter interpenetrate with that. But also to be in relationship with it is I guess both those things. It's the both the both and 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 <laughs> and, and to and and to infinity. And to degree. <laughs> yeah. And infinity. Infinity. <laughs> That's and infinity. It's a portmanteau. <laughs> mm. It's not infinity, it's and infinity. Yeah, I guess the ampersand sort of an infinity, weird infinity symbol <laughs> or something. Some maybe. Oh, the ampersand. I was spelling out the letters. I see. That's pretty cool. Um. Yeah, there's been a another thing in the background that's wanting to voice at some point. Which is the kind of existentialist kind of experience. Okay. But that feels pretty big and scary um, of just the kind of experiencing that okay we exist and we don't really know why but we just do mm. and to 
to kind of let that into the mix feels it feels like there might be the capacity to approach that um, but it also feels threatening i guess that would be like existential awakening or that type of thing right. so when i hear all that there's a for me there's a curiosity <laughs> a sense of curiosity comes up yeah i think there's a sense that it might that in this place it might not have to be such a big deal you know it could be just another one of the things that's true and that could that could enter it could enter and recognize It actually feels sort of bummed and excluded. Right. I've been this like fetish fringe object. You know, people put me in this little box where, you know, enlightened sages or something or weirdos. Hmm. Not actually that weird. Maybe I'm just inventing that to make it less scary. <laughs> the um, so yeah, I'm just sensing that that existential, big, why do we even exist? And then just sort of casting that lens on everything we've done <laughs> today as an experiment. Um, yeah. And then the question of the emptiness, fullness. Um, and that feels like a little bit of like a ploy, you know? <laughs> like it's, uh, I don't know. Um, like a ploy to avoid it? Yeah, yeah, we're like, oh, face off. <laughs> you know, let that collapse into its own you know, kind of uh, empty out of meaning that I never thought it had. <laughs> um. Oh, one, one observation is that it's, um, it's dangerous because it's powerful. Mm. And there's a uh, there's kind of a high chance of it being misused or it being misinterpreted or it getting distorted by kind of you know, shadow, shadow stuff. And it's almost like splitting the atom, you know, it's like, is this a good idea? <laughs> right, right. Hmm. Yeah, there's a... Yeah, it'll, uh, it, it allows the question to stand and 
or that sense of <laughs> that yeah that big question mark just to stand there and, and it's sacred actually um, oh, well. yeah there's a sacredness to it cool. uh, so it could be included but not have to like push for a result on the one hand or kind of push it away on the other. Mm -hmm. It can stand beyond all of that, you know? Um, yeah, my, my society just went, well, that's weird. Never thought of that. <laughs> oh. That makes sense. It's like, it's a whole other set of, I don't know, there's no rules, and <laughs> it stands above whatever the no, the no rules are. You know, the... I was thinking that it's a little bit like Dr. Manhattan in the Watchmen graphic novels. Mm. Have you ever seen those? I've seen them, but I haven't read them. I've oh, even had them in my hand, but I haven't had them. There was a TV sequel not that long ago. Okay. It's a while. So there was a, a TV show version of it, too. So it was really good. But, uh, yeah, I guess it's the question is well, what are the assumptions about that versus what is it like actually in a way that's just kind of straightforward and simple. Yeah, it feels very intense and activating. Well, what if everyone could recognize their own version of that in a way that is appropriate, you know, developmentally for them? Because everyone has that, can have that experience of like, yeah, I exist, and that's amazing. And, you know, like little kids or adults or whoever. There are those moments. Because that one's like the ultimate, you know, like super powered person. So, yeah, it's, it's, um, it is because it's, uh, <laughs> I can't think of the words, but it, it seems to throw a magnifying glass on on um, any scaffolding, um, narrative, 
justifications <laughs> and assumptions. Like it, it, uh, you know, how one um, might, I don't know, um, and the word isn't justifying, but we use it one's existence or reasons that out. Which is a mental thing in, in a way, but it's uh, maybe deeper than that. Um, well, that seems to be working actually. For everyone, sort of like with the super powered one that had to carry all the power. The um, Everyone recognizing their own versions sort of evens it out. And it's like that one doesn't have to carry all the existential burden. It's almost like it's it's a lonely thing for that one. Oh, and a lonely thing for like you know the, the sages or the the special initiates or whoever, you know, kind of fills that role. Hmm. It's interesting that the there's um part of me that relaxes and then I have my familiar existential terror <laughs> reaction in my body. So, um, yeah. Well, that's funny. Then a, a kind of a kid response was, well, think how scary it must have been like for the Buddha or someone like that, you know? It's like shaky at the foundation, the very foundations, if there's any. <laughs> um, right, if there's any. It's like, maybe, maybe foundation and foundationlessness could uh, could interject. <laughs> Sorry, that recognition in a scream. <laughs> This is what that painting, the scream, is a little bit about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like the existential free fall. Yeah. But there was something about the, like, with the power thing of everyone 
Slightly having the option that they can choose or not, that they can explore of listening for their own version of that. Mm. Of just like simple naked existentialness. That kind of evens it out. Than everyone great. having to project that onto yeah, right, right. onto this mystery mystery small group. Like being able to approach it or include it in a small way seems like doable, maybe. It seems like the existential appreciates that. It's like, well, yeah, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Yeah, yeah I can feel my nervous system relax. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be so dramatic as like, you know, the scream, <laughs> uh, the saints, and the, you know, they were way too dramatic. You know, like they were like the first clumsy versions. You know, but like it doesn't need to be like that. It's much more like ordinary, straightforward kind of evidence. I can feel some level of clench re release. Um. It's funny. It's, it feels like well, like, oh, this is heresy. But then there's a sense of like Jesus and the Buddha being like, oh man, finally. <laughs> Get real, folks. <laughs> no, it's just like, it's just like Or they get to realize that they were idiots, you know, that they were wrong. <laughs> oh, God. It didn't have to be so dramatic. <laughs> like, we cause a lot of harm by making it so dramatic, you know. I feel like there's a distinction between the, the kind of the saint class and the existential itself. Hmm. Does that make sense? Could you be that there's the same, there's a, a distinct, distinction the, the kind between of the saint class of, you know, people. Right. And they're, and they're like, you know, we are the, you know, special people who interact with the existential it's very dramatic right, right. and then there's the existential itself it's just like 
ordinary. <laughs> yeah. Empty. Or, or it's probably more like, you know, with the um, the garment worker across the world, where it's like the first, the first approximation of that relationship is unequal and kind of fraught. Um, but then it can even out. that analogy make any sense? Mm. Yeah, it does. I, I was thinking of a, you know, peasant woman in the fields. Um, I had that image. Um, kind of in contrast to the, you know, the big, the, the, <laughs> The, the ones, um, big saints, the, the Jesus, the Buddha. Oh, and also, I guess the existential is like the ultimate, like the most powerful. So it's sort of like the power thing earlier where everyone kind of listen for their own version of that kind of fundamental power mm. it even out or or that might unlock a lot of potential to, to help things materially But yeah, I guess the truth that it's also like really dangerous, you know. It's easy to get carried away with it, I think, once you unlock it. You know, you think you're special or you're the messiah or you're this great leader or whatever. Or this important guru person. I guess everyone can kind of co-recognize that and can kind of monitor each other. <laughs> it's funny, I had this like impulse to bring in the ordinary um Take the existential down a notch. <laughs> um, or not, maybe it's not even about that. Hmm? Well, I was going to say, what about the existential you know, listening for it, its version of all these things? Right. Maybe that would make it more included. Oh, wow. That seems to be having an effect.
it's almost scared though because the existential is sort of coming down to earth and but then it's going well wait who's gonna take care of the existential <laughs> if i come down to earth There was that meme with the, the girl where she shrugs and goes, why not both? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, and this is, these are obviously, <laughs> there's, um, I was going to say, it's just maybe how, yeah, how I, I just got the sense of like this, like, space this like air or the ethers landing um on the ground on the earth and then just there's a where they meet um is yeah they there's like there's a kind of where they join, where they recognize each other, where there's um, um, they're distinct and they meet. Yeah, the feeling is when the when the feet touch down, then it sends this kind of. Um, I don't know, enlivening kind of pulse. Yeah, I'm on a call. I'll be out. Okay. And sends out kind of a enlivening kind of pulse, like through the, the whole world, the whole galaxy or something. It, it also seems to parallel the, the thing from earlier. Like when the mental let go of control. And there was a sense, well, I've been holding up, you know, the whole world. So if I let go of control, then, you know, things will collapse. Yeah, just getting a sense of being held by the ground. Um, and then just have just this kind of penetration into you know material the material. Uh, the what? Into the material, like the, into materiality, into. Yeah, yeah.
And then the inter-recognition keeps happening, it's just getting deeper. Yeah, it's like it's a big risk for the existential because it sort of tasks with keeping, you know, the universe together. So then if it joins, then it's risking, you know, the universe falling apart. I don't know, maybe it doesn't, or maybe maybe things have gotten to the point where it's it's not needed in that role in the same way, or that seems to make sense. There's a possibility. Yeah. funny it feels like that kind of like paradigm you know busting moments where like you know the pilgrims arrive in their ships and the, the indigenous people can't even see them mm. so it's just not you know or like the aliens, arrive, you know, the aliens arrive and it's just like but then like After you meet, then it's just like things just go back to normal, you know, like or the, all the rest of the stuff just continues. Yeah, this is uh. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> um, it feels like there's a room a for something new. <laughs> Sorry, say it's a big. Oh, I think it's a big addition, but it's not like a cataclysm that ends the world or something. Yeah. yeah. I think there's an inner conversation now between like you know, was it a good idea to get into this, you know, on the one end and the other end's like well yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, see, I, see, I see what you mean though. <laughs> Thank you.
think I think it goes hand in hand actually with the expansion of the boundaries and of the world and um, kind of what what you're responsible for, what you have to care for, and it's not possible, you know, with the current capacities like things like climate change and you know these these problems that are and these harms that are on a whole like new scale yeah it feels like and maybe we don't understand the interrelationships all that, that well, but um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll leave it at that. And it's just I had this thought that like, okay, even if we applied all we know and started right now, um, that that there's a question mark it's like yeah and and we don't know how that if what kind of effect it would have or would have enough or um whatever enough means <laughs> if there's be enough of a substantial healthy change maybe there is but yeah it's, it's not clear yeah. And and certainly there's a lot pointing that it, you know, it wouldn't be enough. Um, but I don't think we know the interrelationships that well <laughs> either. We, we guess. We project. And that's the go hand in hand with um, acknowledging that it's a thing. That's true, you know. It's really hard to acknowledge that climate change is actually real. Yeah. You know, and then the people who really get there, you know, you read them or even interviewed or talk and they're all spooked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I guess we could interrecognize with them. That would probably help. They'd probably appreciate that. It seems like um, there's a basic interrecognizing with the active and the Noticing that the active and the passive. Okay. The active and the receptive. Seems like that's been in play kind of within all of these examples. That's kind of a 
That's a question. Like, well, what if the, the active and the passive could really interproject with each other? Interrecognize? Because there are sort of endless different versions of that. What do you make of that one? Oh, um, I am blanking out <laughs> to be honest. Uh, that just that moment of um, actually, there's um, a kind of. Like yeah, there's a sorry between the active and the, the passive. Um, yeah, that feels like there's a a sense of relief. Because there's a at least for me, there's a way where they were kind of opposed. Um, to each other. So yeah, there's a it seems to expand something, capacity or... Yeah. It feels like a, a kind of a fundamental, like, source code or something. Like, oh yeah, that's pretty efficient, that unlocks a lot of it. Oh, I think another one that goes with the existential is survival. Mm. Yeah. Like that sense that a lot of behavior and anxiety is just time to just that sense that <clears throat> that we're not going to survive if this happens or if we stop doing this or someone else does that. Mm. And those conclusions get drawn, you know, early on from our environments. So maybe naming, naming that, recognizing that could help. I think that feels like a relief. Yeah, it does, on my end. Um, that was one of the last things that, or one of the things that we thought we couldn't, you know, admit to each other or have revealed. And then there's a curiosity that survival and the um, the question of climate change. Um, right. Mm. 
Eon my and it was going in the, the definition of the of, um, death and the deathless. Right. And it could end up in there. That actually feels oddly normalizing. Right. The death and deathless. Yeah. Makes sense. There are other ways to say it, but. Another one of those kind of conventional no-go zones that we wisely kind of tiptoe around. Just like the existential. But the in the in the interrecognition space it can be more natural to include. Uh, but yeah, say more about the climate change thing. So it's just where my mind was going. <laughs> there's uh, to the death and to get back to the death and deathless. Yeah, there's a um, there's a relief in bringing that up, actually. Um, so climate change. Uh, I guess we were talking about survival and. And then just um, one's uh, understanding or um, you know the sense of like whatever the environment or one's sort of history might have contributed to that that. Um, survival response, whatever the strategies are. Um, and then the broader kind of big question of, of climate change and, and the bigger, broader questions of, you know, survival. <laughs> um, and if we're able to see that. Oh, so it's like survival writ large. Yeah. So, in, you know, individual or collect, you know, survival and then big. <laughs> oh. Big I, then that might go with um, interrecognizing with um, uh, organic life, like animals and plants and rivers and, you know, watersheds and yeah. whole species. <laughs> That's an interesting frontier. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe with, you know, non-organic things too yeah 
one of the kids just went, that's weird. That's too weird. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) And I have the the kids on my angle like, that makes, that kind of makes some strange kind of sense. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Yeah. I guess they could, they could try inter-recognizing How does it make sense to them? I don't know. It's like, I secretly thought that rocks could talk to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, I see. Something like that. The, you know, the odd little girl or the odd little boy. <laughs> that can, you know, um, or some indigenous cultures, actually. Right. Oh, but with the kid, it's more local. Right. Right. Uh, I think... I think it was going macro, which was when the kid was said it didn't make sense. <laughs> right, but right, right. That makes sense. That makes sense, actually. Putting it, putting it the way you did. So, well, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, personifying things might go with that. Yeah. A kid thing, you know, you know not just uh, not just organic things, but inanimate things too. Cartoons are good for that. Everything gets to be personified. Yeah. So there's the. The kid, the Western kid, and then there are um, yeah. Um, so yeah, so they're they're the kids, the kids that we know, the kids that we are. <laughs> and then and then, yeah, there's a part of me that wants to pipe up. It's like, oh, but there are people who feel this. <laughs> not for you know where it's not personified like there's not a kind of personification but um oh um, i see yeah yeah, a whole other kind of perception that's that's open like certain channels that are open to them yeah i guess i was thinking there's a range of what personification quote-unquote could mean or be like right or a relationship right 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 i was thinking of more of a kind of projection um, yeah but yeah and then the that's one version and then the the interrelationship with nature, like in an indigenous way, be another. Oh. Yeah, when you were saying earlier about your brain blanking out, that's, that 
<laughs> that feels like a natural thing. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. But it feels like a good thing. Like, yeah. like the brain sort of empties out and it's just kind of like a relaxing kind of empty space. Yeah. Nothing, nothing's happening. It doesn't have to be preemptively filled with things. Or it's an option to just let things drain out and empty. (sighs) That's a relief. Oh, have you ever done that game where you, what is it, you, you look back at your own face and see if you see your face? In a mirror at night, in the dark. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> but that's not what you meant. Uh, I've never, yeah, well, that's cool. <laughs> Um, the way I heard it was like you just point your finger at yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have, uh, yeah, I can't remember who it is, but they do that that pointing. <laughs> um, I guess it, is it a Zen Buddhist sort of exercise? Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. All the different versions of it. Yeah. Yeah, where it's just blank, nothing. There's nothing <laughs> pointing at the. Yeah. Um, but that it seemed to be related, where it's um. There, there's one equal option, so that you don't have to kind of hold your brain together or fill it up with stuff or. I can I hold, sense hold up the, the image of your own face, you know, yeah. your own head. Yeah. So there's a it brings up a you know, fear, kind of, uh, I'll, you know, um, oh my god, I'll lose my mind. I won't be able to function. Uh, yeah, just any identification. Um, yeah, I guess. Even the notion of and, 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 you know, all the ands being the essential uh, made it feel a little less threatening. It's yeah. like, oh, this one more. The, the options in the repertoire. You know, be nice to get a break from having to to hold up your brain your, your kind of self-conscious image of your own head or your own face your own appearance but it's different than the thing of oh I made this discovery and this is the thing that's actually you know. um, 
but I guess that's natural. So then that could that could enter enter whatever with with uh, the other. It's funny that um, interacting gives kind of a competence of whatever comes up, you know, we can interrecognize with it and it'll be okay. Great <laughs> sort of Allow more things. Yeah. yeah. That sense of letting everything just kind of empty out. That feels like a nice option. Be like, you know, a vacation or like time off for everyone. Yeah, a relief. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then we could fill up those spaces with meaning, like in different ways. That could be more. That um, we could have more sort of control over. Like that would be less just shaped by our environment. That could be interesting. Like if it's possible to let the meaning drain or be unmade, then you could remake the meaning in different ways. Yeah, or another option could be the thing could have um, be even without the meaning, be more real somehow. You know, the full dimensionality of the thing more present. Oh, yeah. That feels like that um, kind of dissolving into that empty fullness or, or that, right. that empty fullness coming into the, into the center. Well, that's right, because it communicates in that sort of nonverbal impression feeling language well that might be a nice place to end I think it is see what yeah. perfect